Okay. Hi, Rika. Hi. <laughs> My name is Jana, and I really want to appreciate you for coming out tonight and just um, telling us a little bit about your story and also giving us the opportunity to know about the Single Girls Life Coach. Okay. Um, so I just want to uh, know a little bit about uh, you. And if it, if you feel like the questions are too invasive, you know, just kind of like shrug away from it a little bit. I'm an um, open book. I should be good. You're an open book? Okay, great. So, Rika, first I want to start off with how old are you? 37. You're 37. Yes. I um, know a lot of women don't like to say their age, but I'm like, shoot. They don't. They don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I look like I'm 22. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you do look very young. So, um, how long have you been single? Um, so, I'm two, uh, uh, two, almost two and a half years in. Two and a half years in. Yeah. And yeah. have you not been, you know, looking for anyone or did it just end up happening like that? Definitely have not been looking. Um, okay. Actually, <laughs> my prayer right now um, to God, and I just started it this year, actually, is okay. just um, keep me hidden until okay. until your, the son that you have for me, the husband that you have for me sees me. I see him. Mm -hmm. But until then, keep me hidden because your sons down here, God, are tripping. So okay. I'm what cool. made you yeah, what made you start praying that prayer? Um, I just I'm I'm over dating. I, I'm just I don't, okay. I don't like why? <laughs> I just right. I don't, I, at this point, um and that doesn't mean that I wouldn't go out to dinner or to a movie or something if mm -hmm. I was asked, but I also am just I don't want to be another girlfriend for two years and then it ends. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm definitely I'm dating with a purpose. Like if I'm going to date, then there's going to be a purpose behind it. Um, he's going to be on the same page mm -hmm. um, uh, with, with, you know, uh, not wanting to be another boyfriend. Right. And um, we'll go from there. Uh, and I just approach dating totally differently now than I oh, did when I was like 25, you know? Got Absolutely, because you've yeah. grown. You've grown twelve years since twenty five. Yeah. So your mindset yeah. is totally different. Exactly. You have many experiences. So in that last relationship, how long was it? So my last relationship, I call him the ten thousand dollar boyfriend. Okay. Was, <laughs> so why is that? <laughs> was about a year. Okay. Um, and he was actually my first love and college boyfriend when I was at Howard. And then he came creeping around the bushes again in, okay. 27, in 2018 and mm -hmm. ended up being a dud. And um, why, why I call him the $10,000 mm -hmm. boyfriend, because I'll give you the, the, the cliff notes, but because um, <laughs> I'm like, I mean, this is a long story. I don't know much, how, right. how much time we have, but <laughs> I will just say this. He came creeping around the bush again, talking about, I have always been the one um and that he wanted to marry me off rip mm -hmm. and i live in washington state so i'm in, i'm in seattle go hawks mm -hmm. all day um mm -hmm. and he was still in dc at that time again this is in 2018 and um he even moved he was in the process of moving quote unquote for me right. from dc <laughs> to work at amazon um in seattle mm -hmm. And he did get, he ended up getting the job and I'm, I'm excited, right? Like, oh my gosh, this is happening. He's, you know, promised all these promises and blah, blah, blah. And there's definitely a lot of red flags that I passed up, but um, mm -hmm. in the process of him moving, he was like, yeah, you know, I really do want to take the job, but I don't have any money to move. Red flag. But why he so, tell you that? Right. And so <laughs> unfortunately at that time, yeah. I um, made the decision to help him out. 
Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and he charged ten thousand dollars on my credit card to move to Seattle. <laughs> what? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Now I will say he did pay me back, and it was like uh, three hundred dollars a month for like a year, fourteen months. Um, and I was on him because I was like, "Listen, I will call your mother. Um, right. Don't play me. Don't play me. No mom wants to hear that her son took ten thousand dollars from you. Know what I mean? So." He did pay he me back. Charge your card and yeah. one setting, in, in in the process of moving, moving all his cars out here, getting his apartment, getting his furniture, getting his you know da 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 da. And he kept saying, "Don't worry, don't worry, I'm about to get a bonus when I get this job." Da da da. That bonus never came. Did, was the job even there? <laughs> yes. He, now he did. Yes, yes. I don't know if he still works there now because, like I said, I ain't talked to him since the last time he put. Uh, my since he sent me three hundred dollars on Cash App and it equaled ten thousand dollars. I was right. like, all right, we done. Don't but ever what about talk to the interest and the fees? I, I had to, girl. I had to figure it out. I had to figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that ten thousand dollars the whole reason why you all was like, you know, didn't? No. Oh, oh no. Then so. $10,000 or whatever. And then he started acting funny right around because he moved in either September of October of 2018. Um, and then he went to Atlanta. He's from Atlanta mm-hmm. and um, was acting funny. Didn't want mm-hmm. me to come to Atlanta for Christmas. And I was like, okay. Uh, he came back 2020, like June, January 5th or something like that and told me that, uh, that I had a two together. And he had a what together? That I, Rika Janelle Robinson, had it two together. Oh. And, and that he was breaking up with me because he was still in love with his ex. Okay. And then what happened with you? Like, how did you take that? Yeah, honestly, because before, two years before him, a year and a half before him, two years before the breakup, I was in uh, a relationship that was verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. At that time, I had grown so much to understand when somebody tells you they don't want to be with you, let them go. Right. I wasn't going to fight. I didn't cry. I was like, okay, so when you leaving? Because he was at my house. Right. So, so I was like, leave. yeah, so when you leaving? And he ended up, he he left in that. Like, I wasn't, I didn't ask him why. Like, I don't have time. I, That's I don't, good. Yeah, so I had grown that much. And not to say that it didn't hurt. Like, yeah. you know, I've healed from it and I've learned from that. And now I will no longer pass up the red flags of asking a guy what your credit score looked like. Like I would always ask him like, what's his credit score? Da, da, da. Girl, he would always give me the excuse, the excuse of, oh, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to tell you yet. I'm going to work on it. And then I'll tell you in like a month. And it never came. Um, so there was a lot of hesitation. And, and, and in hesitation, um, that's definitely a language. Yeah. Um, and I don't have time for you to be embarrassed if you're talking about we about okay. to be married. Like I just, and I was, I was, um, I fell in love with the story of getting married to my Howard ex, the Howard, like, fell in love with that, got excited because he picked me. I felt like, oh, I'm finally, um, yeah. I'm finally picked. And, you know, uh, so I fell in love with the story um, yeah. instead of really honing in on the red flag. So I feel like God was like, I have one more lesson for you. Yeah. Um, and I handled it well. Like I said, I, I was like, okay, when you leave in, he left. And not to say that it didn't hurt, it did. But I definitely, like I said, I took the lesson and went and went on my way and got my money back. It took a okay. year. Um, yeah. and of course he did have an attitude 
Mm-hmm. And I would commonly just be like, I'm not sure why you have the attitude when you borrow the money from me, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, I will, I got that money back. <laughs> and right. that's not to even praise him. I'm not going to praise no, him right. for doing, for doing what is right, you know? So, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wanted, I wanted to kind of move on, but I, I, I want to go ahead and say that he was right. You are, you did have to, it to do together. Right. Exactly. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm glad you're you right. noticed. <laughs> right. um, yeah. And the funny thing is in college, he broke up with me almost with the same, um, for the same reason at that time, when you're in college, you're 19 and 20. And he was, um, unfortunately, and these are a lot of men that I dated very insecure. So we would be like on the yard or walking through somewhere and somebody would say hi to me. That was a male. Of course, I'd be like, hey, what up? And he'd be like, who is that? So, oh, so that, so you, that's your man? Oh, yeah. So, like, I can't say hi. Right. Um, and I didn't know at 19. Um, mm-hmm. And and I didn't know at 25. And I didn't know at 32 that, you know, what T.D. Jake says, that he never met a man who loved himself that be his wife. So when you're dating insecure men and they don't like themselves, they are going to abuse you. Now, whether that comes mm-hmm. out physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, right. um, it's going to come out because when you date a man who's at war with himself, that's a moving mm-hmm. target. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and I had to learn that. So, right. Yeah. He, he going to treat you the same way he treat himself. Yeah. Girl. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly. Right. A man. Yeah. Uh, and that's what it talks about. A man, a man or a husband supposed to love his wife the way he loves him. Self, mm-hmm. but if yeah. he's not loving himself, he can't love you. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's for all of us, you know. The yeah. Bible does talk about you know, love thy neighbor as thyself. Right. So yeah, yeah. if I hate myself, of course it's gonna right. come out and not liking you. So yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I mean, his 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 reason for leaving you was it's just so divine, even though he didn't realize he was being divine. Because he saw more than in you that maybe you at the time didn't see in yourself. Right. That right. you had, like, I'm too, I got it too going on mm-hmm. uh, to be fooling around with you who don't. Not, right. not to say that you're not going to get there, but I've got to know my own worth. I have to know which level I'm on. Yeah. And if I realize my level that I'm on, I won't go to, to anybody or be received by anyone who is not yet where I am. That's where the unequally yoked things come into play. Yeah. And I wish at 19, I would have listened to him when he was like, Oh, you, you're too much. You're, you know, this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I would, I wish I would have been like, yeah, I know. Um, at that point, but two years ago, yes. I was like, yeah, I know. Okay. Bye. Um, Cause I wasn't about to go through that again. Um, right. I, I definitely was like, okay. Okay. You know what, you know, when a woman's fed up, right. Like, so right. I was like, cool. Got it. God got it. You know, and, and placing my value in God and knowing that my worthiness comes from God and I'm already worthy period. It right. doesn't come from a man picking me. Right. So, picking me. I'm already chosen. I'm already chosen. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So I just, I, yeah, I had to, I definitely had to learn that. And that is part of my whole co- coaching business is to help women discover their worth so that they mm-hmm. stop tying their worth and identity to men. And stop right. being a man pleaser and stop trying to morph and serve your way into a God, uh, into a guy's heart or change him. It's like, mm-hmm. we need to leave the changing up to God and, right. the, and the loving of people up to us. But just cause you, you know, cause a, a lot of women like to use that excuse and I've been there, this is no judgment, but they love to use, but I love him. Okay. And 
That don't mean yeah. you have to be with him or sleep with him or marry him yeah. or whatever. Um, but I find when I was in that situation is because I truly did not know the biblical version of love. Yeah, um, what love is. Yeah, yeah. And the Bible says love cast out all fears. So if you're afraid that he's going to cheat on you, abuse you, you're afraid to speak up for yourself, anything, that's not love then. I would argue that's not love. Um, right. And so, yeah, but I had to learn that. Yeah. I mean, you kind of got into where I was going. I wanted to know where um, was the single girl life coach? Was it birthed from that last relationship or was it birthed from all of uh, the relationships? Yeah. Because you did mention that you were in a um, abusive relationship before this last one. How yeah. was how long was that abusive relationship? So that was two years. Um, okay. So from 2015 to 20 to June of 2017, July 2017. And that's what birthed this now. Okay. Now, now back then in June of 2017, I didn't know that. Um, I, I just knew that I was devastated. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I couldn't believe that I mm -hmm. would put myself through something like that. Like I, I, you know, I thought at that time, like I'm too smart for this, or I went mm -hmm. to Howard. My my parents are. I come from a two parent household. I had a great childhood. Why would I allow this? Um, why would I allow myself? Why would I put myself through this? And honestly, I had to sit down with myself <laughs> mm -hmm. and ask myself why. And I, and I went December of 2017. Have you ever seen that movie, Eat, Pray, Love? I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. I went on my own Eat, Pray, Love trip. I went to- That's good. Yeah, I went to Puerto Varta by myself, Mexico, for a week, for like 10 days, um, by myself, Christmas of 2017. And I, I actually brought two books with me. Um, mm -hmm. One was um, the- um, uh, we're going to need more wine by Gabrielle Union. Okay. And the other one was The Purpose Driven Life by Pastor Rick Warren. I love that book. I love it. it girl, I had a book since I was 15. Did I read it at 15? No. <laughs> no. no. Um, and so, yeah, so I'm, you know, but I took the books because I, I think I actually bought Gabrielle Union's book in the airport because I was like, because at that mm -hmm. time the book was new and I was like, oh, I'm going by myself. Maybe I need to read some. I don't know. Um, and when I was reading her book, I read her book first. Um, while I was on the beach, you know, those days or whatever. And I'm reading the book and I was like, so Gabrielle Union wrote this book about me. Cool. <laughs> like, I just, I, I felt so seen in her story. She had a very similar story to mine. Um, um, and uh, it not, and, and not, not everything, but I just felt that definitely made me feel like, oh, so I'm not stupid. Right. I'm not the only one. I'm not alone when it comes to, yeah. I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, and so I felt very seen in her book. And then when I was reading the purpose driven life, um, pastor Rick Warren in that book, he says, you know, your greatest shame will be the thing that heals others. Um, and the moment, in fact, I was in Atlanta when my abusive ex broke up with me. I remember mm. we were in his car. He broke up with me, mind you, telling me that he could not trust me. Um, and mind you the whole time he was cheating on me. I've never cheated on anybody in my life, but that's called projection. But I didn't know that then. So he was very insecure as well. So moving to, I couldn't do anything right. Couldn't answer the phone quick enough. Couldn't, just couldn't do anything right. Um, and he broke up with me. And in that moment, I heard God say, I will use this story. Um, mm -hmm. And at that time I was like, no, you're not. Okay. <laughs> I ain't telling nobody this story. Nope. Mm -mm. Yep. So were you like um, physically abused or emotionally? No, abused? Emotionally. Yeah. I will emotionally. say he, he uh, thank God uh, he never hit me. Um, mm -hmm. 
and who knows it, 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 it maybe it was going there i don't know um, mm -hmm. but, but i am happy that i was released at that moment because i know that i i knew two weeks in that i shouldn't have been with him mm. but i bypassed all the red flags because i yeah. believe i was 32 at that time and god forbid you be 32 and single and no kids oh my yes. god you're a leper in this society at that you know what i mean it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> If you don't get married by 22 and a half, life is over. Um, right. And that's not even true. Exactly. Exactly. So I heard God say that in, like I said, June, July, 2017. And then when I was reading Pastor Rick Warren's book, I, I saw that quote too, like your greatest story. And it just sparked that like, oh, maybe that's what God meant. And then I, I just kind of went from there. I started blogging first. Um, and then I got certified as a life coach. Um, and, and, it, and I built on top of that. And I went from there after I healed myself for sure. Okay. And you, and you healed yourself by the Gabrielle Union book and the Rick Warren and going on like an and journaling and yeah. was by myself for 10 days and asking myself so many questions like, why would I allow this? Um, and, yeah. And you know, um, even when you say, why, how could I let this happen to me? And, you know, why would I allow this? The first thing that, you know, came to my mind is the power of our emotions. Yeah. Our emotions are extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's why um, it's important for us to learn how to control them. To check them. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they can be controlled. Actually, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, it's, it's hard to control your emotions, but they can be controlled. They can be managed. Mm -hmm. Meaning it doesn't mean that, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be hurt. But, you know, you can you can choose how you will respond in that hurt. That's what um, controlling our emo emotions mean. So I do want you to talk more about the single girl's life coach. I, I wanted I asked those questions before because I needed to know where it got birth from. Yeah. Um, so please tell us about the single girl's life coach, because you yeah. did tell me that you had no problem if you never got married. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so as I was doing my own healing and journaling and after I had got back from um, Mexico, mind you, I'm on the radio here um, in the city that I live in. And so I had okay. been doing the morning show for at that time, five years, I'm almost eight years in now, but mm -hmm. five years. Um, uh, and I, for like three months from June to until January, I didn't talk about it. I, I, okay. and, and my listeners knew that I had a boyfriend, they, you know, but for three or four months, I did not talk about it. And I started getting, it's funny, my co-host, he was like, yo, people are starting to ask me like, what happened with you and, and your boyfriend? And I hadn't even told him, I just told him we broke up. Um, and during commercial breaks, like I would go in the bathroom and cry. Like it was so hard mm. to go through that journey by myself. Cause nobody knew, like, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my parents. I just, you know, when we broke up, I was like, yeah, we over. You know, when you shut yeah. down, when you're so hurt. And finally, after that trip, I was like, okay, I'm gonna start a blog. Um, mm -hmm. And then I started sharing little by little um, and blogging. And that was very therapeutic. My That's God, true. sharing your story is extremely powerful, not only for somebody who can relate to your story, but for you. Yeah. Um, and, and I was able to heal through the blogging process. Um, and then about mid 2018, I got certified. I, I, I figured out what a life coach, I was like, what is, cause I started seeing like life coaches and I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, and I, I went to, I got certified. I ended up getting in a program, getting a coach and getting certified as a life coach because what I learned through my process and what I went through was that nobody had these conversations with me. 
about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy. Right. Nobody told me. So, and, and I started focusing on my relationship with God. Yes. Connecting with God. I, I've been a Christian since I was born, but honestly, I did not really focus on and study the Bible and read the Bible until three years ago, since 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I started focusing on that, I was in first Corinthians chapter seven, where Paul is writing a letter to the church and chapter seven, verse eight, basically says it's better to be single if you can like there's beauty in marriage yeah. and there's beauty in singleness and i picked yeah. up my bible and i threw it across the room because <laughs> i was so mad because i feel like the church society makes you feel like you are a better christian you are a better woman if you get married and have kids you are more blessed jesus loves you more if you do this thing this is the goal mm-hmm. of life and there's no other option And that opened my eyes to understand, oh, singleness is an option too. Like this single life is an option. It's Mm -hmm. an option. Um, And I was so mad that I didn't know that. Um, And I'm over here trying to freaking make relationships work because I think that I have to be in a relationship um, Mm -hmm. in order to get this, I don't know, ribbon star, gold star. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was just so mad. Uh, and, and after I got over the anger and I was working all that out, like I said, then I was like, okay, I want to, what if I could build some type of program that helps women know that they are worthy regardless of their relationship status yeah. and that singleness is not a punishment. And then I just kept building on, um, on my program and, uh, and all of that from there. But yeah, I, I am 100% now that I know that God doesn't care whether I'm married or not. It's about my purpose um, and yes. being a light in the world and bringing being fishers of men, women, blah, blah, blah. Um, now that I know that I'm cool either way. That's why that's my prayer. Like I'm done dating God. So if you do have a husband for me, present me to him at the time that you see fit. Other than that, I'm cool. All right. So do you really have a desire to get married? I, you know, I don't know. Not, not right now. <laughs> I think, That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think um, uh, my cousin, she, um, uh, she, she said it best. She goes, you know what? You know, we're all, we're all, we're all trying to figure out our purpose here on earth. And I believe that you found yours and now you're feeling that loneliness hole with yeah. your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you feel, when you fill your life with the purpose, with what you're supposed to do on this earth, Right. I don't even have time to be like, oh my God, I wish I had a guy or be lonely. Mm -hmm. And if I do, those are fleeting. It may be like an hour. Like, oh, it'd be nice to go if I had a dude to go watch this movie with me. But, you know, da da da. Do I think, would it be nice? Sure. Do I have that strong, like, oh my God, my life sucks. I'm so lonely feeling? No. (laughs) Mm -mm. That's good. Because I I believe that many times when we stop, you know, I don't even want the desire anymore. Yeah. When we stop having that desire, it's not it's not wrong to have the desire, but we need right. to know what we should do with that desire. Right. And right. maybe your desire has um, the energy from that desire transferred into the passion of your purpose. Right. And exactly. um, when, when yeah. we are chasing something, um, we don't think that we're chasing, but that desire, it's probably pulling us to do things that maybe we normally would not have done when we're chasing something. It seems like it's harder to come. And then that man um, who you haven't been thinking about, he just comes pops out up, of, pops, pops up because you weren't yeah. even thinking. It. And I think that's the best. Um, that's the best uh, thing to be. And I'm going to look behind me mm-hmm. because this is um, Matthew 5, 5. 
It says you're blessed when you're content with just who you are. Mm. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that cannot be bought. Mm. And that seems like that's the blessing that you're living in right now. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm so, yeah. I mean, and even when you look at, you know, the women, in the Bible, the ones that we admire so much, like Ruth and the Proverbs 31 woman and stuff like that, they're not searching for a guy. Um, you know, Ruth was really just ready to follow Naomi around and Naomi was the one who was like, okay, <laughs> told her to do this. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so they just, they, I, my question or yeah, my question that I ask myself now, when I am presented with a guy, so, you know, when it happens, whenever it happens, is this God's best for me? Yeah. Because if I would have asked that with my abusive ex, my $10,000 boyfriend, I would have said no. There's right. no way that God was like, yep, this is the best I could do for yeah. you. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. So now it's like, even in every bucket, in every situation, is this God's best for me? Like, I just, I, I don't have to be down here suffering because of a dude. That's right. not what God wants for us. So, right. yeah. Yeah, and it's really good that you know that marriage is not the answer that's going to solve all of my problems. Because I think that's what a lot of people yes. go into it thinking, you know, everything's going to be fine. I have a husband now. I have a. That's when the war really begins. Yeah. Um, because the enemy does not want you to stay married. Yeah. Um, he yeah. doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So um, I want to know while we wrap up, I want to know because I'm going to put in the comments, where can. Um, people find you, what would you be able to offer them? Tell yeah. me the website first. So and it's single-u.com. And the best way to reach out to me is on my Instagram, which is, is www. Yep. www.single and then the little dash you.com. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, um, uh, Instagram. There we go. Uh, if you needed to send me a message or you wanted to reach out to me, but what I have to offer you is mm -hmm. in this season, I believe that God has me being a light for single women because mm -hmm. even when I look back at 15 and at 22, I had never seen a woman single with no kids ev like at that time because okay. my mom was married. My aunts and uncles were married. Everybody was married to the people that they're married to. Uh, that they were married to when I popped out of my mom. So I had never seen an example of a woman really doing it. Like we don't have a lot of it. Yeah. Right now it's Tracy Ellis Ross. That's my anchor. I love her. Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, right? yeah. 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 And so I believe that God has me in this season of my life to be that for somebody um, and to help you understand that single is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. And yeah. so these are the conversations um, you know, what Gabrielle Union did for me is what I do for other single women who definitely need it. And so on my Instagram, all that content is posted. And I also have a podcast titled Single You, the podcast. And it's on like mm -hmm. Apple, Google, Spotify and more. And then outside of that, if you feel like, you know what, I need to go deeper. I need somebody to mm -hmm. hold my hand on this journey of discovering my worth so that I can stop tying my worth and identity to men. I have my coaching program and it's called Single You Academy. And it is a 12 week program where I walk you through a lot of steps um, okay. that get you to a place where you're like, you know what? I'm good being single. I'm good. Right. And if he comes, great. If he doesn't, great. 
you know. So how does this program look? Is it like a video program? Is it a one-on-one, like uh, live or? Yeah. So my uh, 12-week program, I have group and one-on-one. So my group is closed right now. It opens again in April. Mm -hmm. And I like to do a small group. So it's not like a hundred people, you know what I mean? Like, right. I think it's better when you're able to work together and it's like I said, 12 weeks and every week you get a new video that's mm-hmm. either a workshop or a masterclass um, produced by either me or I have a lot of my friends who are therapists who have done workshops for me. So it's an on-demand video, it's already ready okay. for you and they drop once a week. And mm-hmm. then the one-on-one program is a more personalized experience. Cause okay. I have some, I have some clients who were like, um, you know, I wasn't, I'm glad that you offer one-on-one cause I wasn't super comfortable with a group, mm-hmm. um, at first. And so, um, that's why they choose to do one-on-one cause it's more personalized and it's a different experience okay. um, than it would be with the group. So, okay. So they will all be, be together and watching the video at the same time. The in the group, no, those videos are on demand. They drop once a week, mm-hmm. and then when 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 I say drop, it means I put it in what I call the single you portal. The okay. day I drop them every Sunday night, so by the time you wake up every Monday morning for twelve weeks, you'll have a new video to watch. That okay. comes with a that comes with a journal, so it comes with some homework, and you watch it and you do the homework, and then we meet live about six times in those twelve weeks okay. for us to then be as a group to go over okay, and talk gotcha. about what's coming up for you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. understood. And when you do yeah. the one on one, how many hours per week? Like, if I wanted a session with you, would it be one hour? Or? Yeah. So we meet on Zoom for we meet on Zoom thirteen times. Um, every, so that's once a week, uh, for 13 weeks for an hour. And then we also have Marco Polo, which is a video app. So if you know, our day is Thursday, like I have a client every Thursday at one o'clock. Um, and so let's say after we go over your homework, um, like I said, it's more personalized your homework on the zoom, we go over that. Um, and then your next steps for the next week, let's say we meet on Thursday and then Saturday, you have a question or you're like, you need to vent or your ex text you or whatever. You're like, we got right. some help in this situation. You can video me. Um, and I respond uh, usually within a few hours. So. It's more involved. The one-on-one <laughs> seems like more mentorship, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. But yes, Rika, I have so many more questions to ask, but I know we are very limited on time and I just really wanted to appreciate you yeah. for giving yourself, um, sharing your story and giving us um, some insight on what it is to be a seven, I'm sorry, not 73, but 37 year old <laughs> single woman. Girl, who was, 73, right? <laughs> a 37 year old yeah. single woman who's content. Yeah. with being single and possibly staying single yeah. if that's what the Lord chooses. So um, thank you. And thank you for everyone who's watching. You can uh, find her on www.single-u.com and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.